Welcome back to the Pirate 30, where we go over every single one of your favorite ECU sports in 30 minutes or less. My name is Mason. I'm Jake. Let's get into it. All right, it was a pretty, pretty rough week. It's <laughs> not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, we're not going to sugarcoat it. Between, uh, between football and between basketball, we are 0-3 this week after going 3-0 and last week. I got last week was so we were happy. We were, ha- we were having a good time after here, a, but... a season of losing football. We were like, yes, two sports combined, including no women too, five and zero. Women yeah. were two and zero. The men were two and zero in basketball, and the football team came away from a win. Just a great this week, week, it was not the same. The football team uh, came out and had the worst offensive performance of the season. Um, after a week of momentum coming off of a week of momentum defense still showed out. We've talked about the defense prior. We're going to keep talking about the defense. Uh, they held Navy to 10 points. We went against Navy this weekend at Navy at noon on Saturday. Uh, Navy put up 10 points. I thought that was solid. Good yep. defensive showing, but unfortunately the offense put up zero points. Yeah. It was game, the first was... shutout against ECU in 20 26 years. years. Yeah. That's uh that's rough. Not, not much positive to talk about in terms of that ECU heading into the fourth quarter. I think a few minutes into the fourth quarter had 84 total yards the entire game. If you watch the game, you know, it took place at the 50 yard line. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much the entire time it took place at midfield. It was <laughs> yeah. just turnovers. Yeah. Between us and Navy. I mean, yeah, there was one point where it was almost like there was just like three fumbles in a row. Yeah, just back like to that. back just to back to back, back yeah. at, at yeah. the 50 yard line. Well, the second half wasn't much turnover wise. First half was turnover city it was turnover city the entire first half. And the next half was still just going like back and forth. Hunt city. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. This was a, this was not the best football game to watch on both sides. I mean, it wasn't just us. Navy didn't have a good offensive game either. We played solid on defense, held them to just 10. But yeah, like we said, it took place at the 50 yard line pretty much the entire game, at least the first half. Yeah. The first half, especially was just like, they took off. They, they had some, they had some decent plays in the first half. They had a solid 19 yard touchdown, uh, two yard, that was really the only exciting offensive drive of the whole game was they had a, a drive with just two plays. I think it was a 30 plus 32 yard run followed by a 19 yard run for a touchdown for Navy. So that was solid for them. That was the only, like, like I said, really exciting drive Two really good uh, running plays outside of that. Yeah. In terms of offense, not the game you want to watch. If you're an offensive, if you're a defensive football fan, this is your game. <laughs> this is your game to come out and watch. This is your game to sit in the stadium. Cause, uh, yeah, there, like we said, there was a lot of turnovers in the first half, a lot of fumbles. People were dropping the ball. Uh, we came out. Yeah. And we were kind of predicting that uh, this wouldn't be a very high-scoring game. We did say that. We going say into that. it, we yeah. knew that both defenses were were good, so it was going to be a pretty defensive-dominant game. I don't. Yeah, 10 to nothing wasn't really expected. Wasn't but, expecting to get shut out, but... Uh, but, yeah, no, we didn't expect a very high score. Not not like what we did a few I years mean, ago, it was almost 10-3, you know. Missed field goal. Yeah, but, it was a long field goal. It was what over forty, maybe fifty and yards. Considering how well he did last week. Yeah, like, we well, talked about Conrad okay. a lot last week. Yeah, we can't. We, I'm not blaming this on him either. I'm not putting a single second of this on him. But uh, yeah, no, it was rough. Heading into the game, we had a top five defense. I actually didn't know this. We yeah. had, we had a top five defense in our conference heading into this game. So despite going in two and eight, still a top five defense uh, in terms of the American Conference. So you can't complain about that. That's something to look at and be proud of. But in terms of this game. Yeah, just not not much to look at and be proud. Yeah, of. even uh, the first drive, I remember it started out pretty strong. Like, uh, yeah, Flynn yeah, was you yeah. know performing well, and then just a really like overthrown ball led to a Flip. pick, which almost acted as like a punt basically. So yeah. it, it wasn't like a huge deal. 
it was but, like yeah it's it still was still a not, pick nonetheless but yeah. it was uh i feel like we've really said, overthrew it so it just like got the ball at uh their own 20 i believe yeah I feel like we've talked about we've said the word momentum so many times over the past what three is this the third or the fourth third fourth episode right yeah 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 fourth episode but uh over the last three weeks we've used the word momentum so many times so yeah i mean it wasn't a huge deal because like you said it's pretty equivalent to a punt turnovers happen and it was the first drive and i was just like okay yeah this is yeah, fine we'll like, get it back but yeah, in terms yeah. of momentum it wasn't the greatest start and that led to a three turnover first half from flynn he had uh two picks and a fumble in the first half there was one one pretty solid play by uh flynn in the first quarter i believe he had a ball fake that i don't think anyone was expecting because yeah. he's a big boy he's not he's not the fastest guy in the world so people weren't really expecting that ball that ball fake worked out but outside of that this offense just could not get anything going like i said 84 yards heading into the fourth quarter and uh yeah he threw two picks he had that first overthrown one second one wasn't a very good ball either and then he dropped the ball quick fumble in the first quarter and it was just frustrating because it's like it was, I mean, 10 nothing game. You had it the whole game. You know what I mean? It's like, it's within yeah. arm's reach the whole time. You just cannot, we couldn't ever get anything. And going it seemed off. like, you know, the defense was setting us up in, in really good field position, basically, with like the turnovers and stuff. Yeah, I remember one well, time yeah. we were, we were at like basically the exact same like yard line, mm -hmm. like for two drives in a row because of turnovers. And it was, I believe, around the 50. Oh, yard oh yeah, yeah, no, it was. It was like the 50. And we just had, did not come up with any yeah. points. So, well, the, the first defense was really showing up. The first one amounted in a turnover too. We got mm -hmm. a turnover. Yeah. We got the ball back at yeah, around like the 50, their 40, something like that. And then that was a turnover on us. We turned the ball right back. And once again, we stopped them. I can't remember if that was a turnover or not. We stopped them though. We got the ball to about their 40, 50 or 40. And then just nothing couldn't move it. Had to punt it, I'm pretty sure. And yeah, that just that sent it right back to them. Offense, just the rest of the game, nothing, man. Just nothing. It was it was it was rough, especially after like a week of like if you see the post game interviews and listen to Mike Houston and and see how the players reacted after last week's win, it felt like we had something going. It felt like the team was hyped for each other. It felt like, yeah, it's a rough season, but it's something to come on. We said the last few weeks there's something to come off of. We felt like this team, while they're not good, they were getting better to a degree, especially this defense, which I still enjoy watching. I still like yeah. but yeah, I mean, I thought there was going to be more momentum heading into this game. We were going to be able to do so. I was hoping this game would uh, be a close one. It seems like going into it, I was like, okay, this is going to be a defensive game. I feel like it's going to be, you know, pretty close, maybe down to wire. It could be exciting to watch. And it just, it just really, well, that's not much it really was happened. Close. It, felt like. it was close. It just wasn't exciting. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's why I'm saying it yeah. didn't feel close. Yeah. It didn't because, feel close because you know, it never, it much, never felt really like going yeah. on. after the first half, it just never felt like they were going to get it together because there was just not a single crumb of momentum on our side. But I mean, yeah, outside of that, I, it was just, it was rough, man. It was rough. But yeah, defense, defense still showed out. Julius Wood had a really nice play in the second half that we liked. He came up with a huge stop on, I believe, third and short. Uh, that dude's a dog. He had a pick last week. He had a, another solid game this week. Like I said, like, you can look down this defense and find players that played well. Like I've, I've, I've been talking to people about the game since it happened on Saturday, the last two days, talk to them, just like how they feel, just people around the campus having little conversations about this team. And it's a lot of negative just because obviously first shutout in 26 years, but I've reminded them every time I've talked to them, I'm like, yeah, negative wise, this offense isn't good. But I'm like, this defense has hope. I keep telling them that, and they're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But it's like, yeah, it does. We we have hope on the defensive side, which means we go into this off this offseason and we add pieces to this offense. We improve this offense, but we got something to work with. But, yeah, I mean, it, I just 
man, I just don't know what to say. Yeah, but awesome. I mean, the defense, uh, if the defense continues just setting us up and like really like in great field position, like turnovers, all that stuff, I, like I was watching that and I was, I was just like, the offense has just all the tools they need to just get some points. And it just, they never really, they're given up. every opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So every the defense is great. If and the offense just needs to, you know, something needs to happen. Yeah. They need to, yeah. I don't know. But um, in terms of something needs to happen, just have to mention this. Uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick, the current ECU offensive coordinator, was announced, I believe, yesterday, uh, is parting ways with the team. It's a mutual parting. I believe Mike Houston announced this uh, after the game. So we just have to say that it looks like we're going to have a new offensive coordinator next year. Who knows what new weapons we're going to bring in, new weapons we're going to be able to work with, what we're going to be able to do. But uh, yeah, just after a lackluster offensive season, it was a mutual parting of ways uh, from what was said on the report. So uh, we just have to mention that. Uh, but yeah, rough, rough season overall offensively. We've talked about it pretty much every week at this point, but it felt like certain things were starting to get together. Like if you watched the first five games of pirate football this year, five to six, it was screen pass city <laughs> the whole time, the whole time. It felt like the team would do some creative plays and then it would just be multiple screen pass. Yeah, I did want to mention, cause I, uh, there was a really good play that we had and then we decided to run the same exact play right after right that. after it. well yeah. that was the ball fake wasn't it yeah i think so yeah yeah that, the ball fake we mentioned and then it, ju- it just didn't work yeah so which, but it was a it was a great play call the first time because it was like wow that was a great fake that actually yeah. worked once you line so up if we had more finish. stuff like that that would actually be creative but put it in at the right times yeah. that's and putting thing. it in at the right times and not running it twice in a row over and yeah <laughs> that, that was a at that point they were like yeah we know what yeah. this is now. i've seen our screen passes go for 10 plus yards but when mm-hmm. you do them two to three times in a row two to three times even on the same drive it's just not gonna work you need to mix and i don't know if that's our team not having the personnel to run more creative plays i don't know if we have the players maybe we don't have the players to do that but when you're doing those screen passes all the time it's just not going to work but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but they didn't, I feel like it wasn't the most repetitive game we've had all season, but just nothing was working. We just couldn't get it together. It looked like in the second half, after the first half, it showed it on the camera, Mason Garcia was warming up. Yeah, we thought Mason was going to get put in. I was positive. They they were saying that the announcers mm-hmm. thought so too, because it showed Mason warming up and then it showed Flynn like squatting down with his like head on his hand or his hands on his head. Like, not looking, obviously, very positive, very negative game. He had three turnovers in the first half. But, yeah, they just never put him in, which I was kind of surprised about. Yeah, I was I was wanting to kind of see that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, last three weeks, I've said I wanted us to solidify a starting quarterback. Yeah. So that's what I'm happy about is that because we didn't yeah, do it, true, yeah. we held true to our word mm-hmm. on what we've done the last three Flint, weeks. I mean, he has been performing well. In the yeah, game. outside of this, yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't done Especially last very, year. Very, very good, at least, ball or uh, football manager, mm-hmm. I would say, as a quarterback. Like, you're not – putting it in the hands of the defense a lot. You're also not doing anything too exciting on offense, but you're just doing your job to skate by and hopefully get a, get a win. And you see that from a lot of teams that have a good defense, but a pretty lackluster offense. So really when you have a game manager, it'll get there, but yeah, no, he, he started turning the ball over. And that's the problem is when you have a game manager and they start turning the ball over, things head into disaster. And uh, offensively, that's what happened uh, this game. So it was pretty rough to watch. But did you would you think Mason would have made a difference? Because from what we've seen the rest of the season, obviously we've got like something to look like off of. I'm not sure. I feel I feel like it could have went either way. Um, it maybe would have been good to kind of have someone else like go into the game and try it out because it seemed like Flynn was yeah, just you change know, something up. Just kind of like change something up, see how you know. Because at that point, it was like we don't really have anything to really 
like lose. Yeah. It's just like, let's try to figure out like what we can do, mm-hmm. like to make things better. Just make something. He's also more athletic than Flynn. Flynn, but I think, I'm is glad, more accurate and yeah. has a better arm. I'm glad that they did stick with Flynn, though, because at yeah. first I was like, I would kind of like to see Mason Garcia give it a shot. But like you said, you know, we want to solidify a quarterback stay a starter a word so the fact that we say, you yeah. know still kept him in it's just like you know maybe he was having a little bit of an off day yeah just like you know so it's just rough because it's not like we played another like two lane it wasn't like we're playing a team that going in we were expected to lose the odds weren't in our favor vegas Ooh. didn't like us so like we we weren't expected to come out of this with a win but we were expected to put up a better offensive game than we did. That That's pretty much the exact way to put it. Because we're not going to blame it on the defense. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say 10 points. Why'd you give up 10 points? Like, come on. Yeah. Because for a while, it was it was just purely 7 nothing mm-hmm. for a while. Until the fourth quarter. This was a one-possession game for three quarters straight. At least one-possession game for three quarters straight. And then Navy hit a field goal in the fourth to send it to 10 nothing. and finished off there. Uh, but... We just couldn't defense showed up. We had a blocked kick in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Before they hit that field goal, we blocked one of their kicks. And and we just couldn't get anything. We had every bit of momentum. We were turning the we were or taking the ball away. They were turning the ball over in the first half. And then we get a blocked kick in the fourth quarter with over like eight minutes left and just cannot do anything with it when it's a seven-nothing ball game. And it just and it wasn't even like I don't even know because there wasn't a lot of momentum going. But at the same time, when you block a kick like that, if you look on the sideline, you see them jumping, you see them cheering, and there just was nothing that came from it. There was nothing that came from it offensively. Yeah, and ECU, uh, they turned the ball over three times, I think, in the first half. Yeah, three in the first half. But the score was still 7-0. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we were giving the ball, and the defense was still getting the job done. We just The The defense was working overtime. Overtime. I respect them for it. That's insane to see. Like... Because when usually after like a first half of it being that rough, you start to see a defense just give up. Yeah. You start to see a defense. And they were like, fighting, and they were fighting the whole time. They were doing their job the entire game, and the offense just couldn't come through. And like I don't know if Mason, I don't think he necessarily would have changed a lot about that. But uh, yeah, I have Flynn just not not his best game. Definitely his worst game since we started this podcast three four weeks ago. It's the worst game we've seen in four weeks. And it was after, in my opinion, a pretty solid last few weeks compared to what mm-hmm. we've seen. The rest of the season, but yeah, that was uh, it was just a rough outing. It ended with a a ten to nothing score, and uh, yeah, good defensive game. Like I like we've said last few few weeks, there's something to go into this offense defense or off season defensively. Offense changes need to be made. We saw that with the report about Kirkpatrick. They're bringing in new people. I think they're going to bring in a few uh, new personnel in terms of offensive weapons cuz obviously we need we need something else. I like the wide receiver core right now. That's what I that's my biggest positive about this season and about what we've seen is that our top two wide receivers Chase Sowell and Jalen Johnson. I like those guys. Those guys are dogs. Mm-hmm. When you look at this offense, those are the guys that make plays every single game. I like them. The rest of this offense they need work. Offensive line, they had a rough day. They had a rough day. Jalen Johnson and Chase Sowell that is the light in the darkness that is this offense. Yeah. <laughs> that's the bright light that we have. So that's what and, you I'm know, changing up the play calling. Uh, and we will. Yeah. I mean, that just got announced. So we're, we're going to have some different play calling coming in, but uh, yeah, definitely some changes that need to be made. Obviously there's that that's, that's what you like to see though, is when an organization professionally or in college, when they realize when they self-evaluate and they say, you know what, some changes need to be made. Obviously it was mutual in terms of Kirkpatrick. So we're happy about that. But, 
Yeah, obviously, I'm I'm happy we're going in, and the team knows that changes need to be made, and they're going to make them. Yeah. But we have some things to head in in terms of that wide receiving core, and um, we got a few a few dogs at running back. They they make some plays sometimes, but yeah, I definitely think changes need to be made offensive line wise too because they they were rough, they were rough on Saturday. Like Flynn didn't play very well, but that offensive line did not hold up too well either. So yeah, and his fumble that was you know basically that was kind of on. I don't know. I mean. Uh, yeah, I think it was a sack, though. I don't even think he was running it. But Was yeah. it? Oh, yeah. yeah I think yeah, it was, I think a, it was sack, a sack, yeah. so can't really blame that. Yeah, overall, um, football game-wise, fin- finish us out on that so we can we can move ahead. Yeah, football uh, wasn't uh, wasn't a great game, unfortunately, which is upsetting because like, there was some hope going into this game because last week was so such a great game. It was so, so much fun to watch. And this, you know, the defense showed out per usual, but, you know, the offense just didn't put any points up and – First shutout in 26 years, was it? 26, 26 years. years. Yeah. 26 years. No, it's just, it's not fun to watch. Uh, but uh, we do have some pieces that we can just work on. And uh, hopefully, hopefully change is coming. And we'll we'll probably get into um, uh, like sports coming up this week and everything like we did last week. But despite the loss, despite the 10 nothing lead, that does not stop the Pirates from playing. Moving forward, the Pirates play this Saturday against Tulsa. Uh, final home game yeah. if you're here yeah if you're here if you're here be there it's at two o'clock on saturday so if you're here come to it uh show out cheer it's the last home game of the season we said a few weeks ago that uh it was the quote-unquote last home game because obviously not a lot of people yeah. are here but if you are it's here great. show out scream in that stadium bring it the team needs it they could use some they could use some momentum from the crowd uh but yeah rough game rough offensive game solid defensive game it finished with a 10 nothing score a navy win this saturday at noon let's go over some basketball people um we played two games over this past week we played wednesday against usc upstate and then we played again yesterday on sunday versus northeastern uh both these games were losses but we we played solid in the first two games we were without brandon johnson this week he had a non-covid related uh sickness so he was one of our best players in the first two games when we went two and oh it was him and rj felton that were really leading his team we were without him and they had to play they, they had to play without uh one of their best players but i thought they were going to pull it through we looked pretty good in both games Close yeah well we, we were we were just talking about how last week uh we pretty much dominated both games two and oh and there wasn't really much to talk about. It was just like, yeah, we're great. Yeah. And yeah, um, we didn't have much. much but this week, these were yeah. some close games. Yeah. You can't, really yeah, close. You can't talk about much when there isn't a lot to improve. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got a little bit to improve. But like we, we were at, without Brandon. I think that's a huge. And loss. we, we, it went down to, especially the first game, it went down to, to like the, the final second. Second. Yeah. I think we win. It's intense. We easily win both these games if we had Brandon Johnson. That's what I'm happy to look back at the both of them and see is that okay, we were without one of our stars and we kept mm-hmm. it. The first game was a two point game. Second game was a six point game. We lost the first one, 83 81, down to the last second, like you said. Yeah. We lost the second one, uh, 82 76. Not as last second, but still pretty good. We had a lead at halftime, which was really nice to see. We lost it moving forward. Obviously, didn't pull the game out. And it wasn't really, I think the big thing about that game is like the lack of three points. Yeah, we could not hit a three in that game. Well, that's the thing. In the first game, it was free throws. Mm-hmm. We could not hit a free throw. We shot 60%, which is not very good free throw so, shooting. There's always going to be one. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, game. that's what it comes down to. When you lose a game by two mm-hmm. points and you shoot the ball 60% from free throw, you hit three more of those free throws. Yeah. Shoot closer to like 70 
all of a sudden you're winning this game. It's a, it's a, it's a pirate win. We're three and one. That's why it comes down to that. It's very simple, very simple shots, very simple moments, but things that could win or lose you a game. And that's really what we saw uh, this game on Wednesday. That was against USC upstate. We shot, uh, I believe, let me see here real quick versus USC upstate. We shot 19 for 31. So 61.3% from free throw compared to our 30 point blowout against Farum in the first two games, the first game of the season, we shot 77% from free throw. So that's, that's uh what 16% better in the first game compared to that. You give us that 16% on Wednesday and we win that game. That's all I'm saying. So that, that's, that's why I wasn't angry at our team. Without one of our star players, it came down to those free throws. It didn't make them. And we lost the game by two points. So that's, Yep. Really all you can say about that. It was close. At least, uh, you know, basketball was very exciting this week. Yeah. Even though we, even though we, uh, we lost, now we're two and two, but, uh, definitely more exciting than the exciting games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) there's points being scored. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were putting up points. There's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about for basketball, you know, compared to last week when we were just, you know, dominating. Yeah. But uh, you got, you got things to fix things to look after. You mentioned the three point percentage yeah. in the game yesterday, free throws. We were fine. We shot 70%. So, so improved on uh Sunday. She could not hit a Northeast. Not hit threes. Could not hit a three. We shot 26% from three as mm-hmm. a team coming off of, we said last week, that was the biggest thing we, our takeaway was from, from the first two games was behind the perimeter. We were money in the first two games. We were shooting the ball 40 plus percent, which is all you can ask for from a team in terms of three point percentage. Yeah. We shot 26%, six for 23 against Northeastern after a pretty solid showing uh three point percentage wise against uh USC upstate 35, which isn't terrible. No, no fair. I'm sorry. I said 40% fair. we shot 33, which still isn't, Horrendous, not great, but not horrendous, but it was solid. But we shot 35% uh, against NCFC, so a solid three-point percentage showing. But yeah, Northeastern was pretty rough behind the line. And uh, I think Brandon Johnson definitely had a, a piece to do with that, him not playing. Like, one of our favorite players. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the threat of him, both in the post and behind the three, would, would just be huge to have, just having another threat, one of our top two threats. But we still have RJ Felton, which is uh, the... The bright light, the bright light, the beacon, the beacon of this basketball team. He's a beast. He's a dog. We said it before. He's the best player on this team Uh, between him and Brandon, but I'll definitely take RJ. He's a guard that's leading this team in rebounds right now, putting up 7.7 rebounds a game. He's also giving you about 24 points a game, which is low compared to last week. It's still pretty, still good. Lower compared to last week because he did struggle against Northeastern. Yeah. Which was, uh, it was pretty rough to see, but yeah, only 10 points from him. He didn't shoot very well against Northeastern. That was his first pretty bad game of the season. Coming off of, uh, I think he had a career high against SC, USC Upstate. He had 33 points. That's a career high for RJ Felton, even with a loss in that game. So that shows you, like, this dude's a dog. He's fighting for these. He's fighting. For, he's a walking bucket on this team. In terms of when you go down to this whole roster, this dude's a bucket when he gets towards the rim. But, uh, yeah, he, he reminds me of... Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say he's Russell Westbrook because that's Russell Westbrook. But in terms of the type of hyper athletic, can get go get you a board, go get you a rebound type of guard. He's 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 nice. Arty Felton. He's he's a he's a nice basketball player. I'm glad to have him. But yeah, he had 10 points against Northeastern on Sunday. If he's if he scores better, we definitely win that game. Those are my two takeaways: that the free throws hurt us. The second game was three point percentage. And uh, if RJ would have hit a few more shots, I think we definitely walk out of there with a win. But um, yeah, in what was his? We wrote this down. We wrote this down. I got oh, he's also got two point seven blocks a game. Which once again, uh, as a guard, this dude's a good defender. He can go guard boards. He's a physical dude. 
But um, also, Ezra Sar came out. He played pretty well against uh, USC Upstate, especially when Brandon's out. You need somebody to step up. He had 24 points, eight rebounds. So a solid game from him. Obviously, a third option we can now look at. That's that's good to see. And uh, like I said, if this whole team's together, we win that game. I think we win both of these games. I think we're a 4-0 basketball team at that point. So it was pretty rough to, to see the, the team drop both of those. But at least we saw a, th- uh, a third player stand out, stand on his own, do his thing. All right, now let's get into some things that we got going on this week. The other sports you guys should be paying attention to. We got men's basketball tonight at six versus Georgia Southern. Come out, show out to that. I think we're gonna go. We're gonna walk away with a win for that one. We also have tomorrow at six p.m. versus Kensal State. You can see both of those on ESPN Plus, and also listen to those on ninety four point three The Game. In terms of women's basketball, we got it today today at one thirty p.m. against Ohio State in the Bahamas. We also have it on Wednesday. Women's basketball at 11 a.m. versus Seton Hall. You can look up the stats, watch all of the live stats on those on ecupirates.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Pirate 30. I'm Jake. I'm Mason. We'll see you in the next one. Bang.